Another week. Another talking dirty. Oh. 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 This week. Oh. We got a good week for you. Um, leading off for the MLB, we got Miguel Caprera and 500 runs. Um, runs. And then in uh, the NHL, we got the cover of Chell, the athlete, the cover athlete. Is there... In the NBA, we have the uh, Nerlens Noel lawsuit. Apparently, he's pissed he played for the Knicks at the wrong time. Oh. Oh, zing. Then in the NFL, we got the uh, last of the uh, top 100 players. Then uh, we have another top five this week. Top five sports nicknames and top five fictional musicians slash bands. I'm just going to body you. I mean, we'll see. It, it's, been rough, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Then uh, over in pop culture for movies, we both saw a free guy over the past week or two. And we're uh, going to review that for you here. And then we got the big trailer from the week, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. And then the uh, Last Eternals trailer as well. Over in TV, we both caught the uh, new What If episode, so we'll break that down. And then last but not least, and of course, your jams of the week. So with that, take that, take it away, Ryan. Koozies, seven bucks a piece. DM if you want one. Koozies. Let's go. <laughs> I waited. I waited to hit record until your mid sip. All right, and uh, how you doing, Ryan? No, I tweaking. Yeah, dude, that's wild. Apparently, Instagram. I don't know if it got hacked or if the internet just came together in a wholesome community and everybody's commenting on posts. Nah, he tweaking. <laughs> no, he tweaking. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's wild. Dude, this, this is a funny video from Chevy Chase. You know those videos where he? I said, do you know those videos where like, they like take the pictures? Like they have the words on a piece of paper and they drop it and mm-hmm. the new one. And it's just not nah, he tweaking. Constantly. No, it says they say after a man reaches seventy, he loses cognitive ability as well, and he keeps dropping the last paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny. Oh, he doesn't miss. All right, how you doing, dude? I'm doing shitty, man. So oh the SATs, man, fuck them. They uh, canceled my appointment because. <laughs> They because you're a 28 year old, 27 year old yeah, trying to play a ticket test with a bunch of high school kids. Well, essentially, so I like went on to print my ticket and I saw that my appointment was canceled and I was like, "What the fuck?" So I like sent a message to the college board and then they were like, "We'll get back to you in three to five days." And I was like, "Well, that's not good." So I called them and they had me on hold for like 25 minutes and they fucking told me essentially that. Because of COVID, the school I was going to take it at decided to, like, cut down their uh, in-classroom attendance, like, for the test. And my name was one of the candidates because I'm not a senior in high school. (laughs) So I asked them, I was like, well, can I, like, reschedule this somewhere else? They're like, no, you got to wait until October 2nd to, like, try again. I was like, what the fuck? So now we're just going to keep trying. Hopefully I can get in for an appointment. But we might have to think of a new punishment if if it can't. If I can't, I say, I, I mean, my vote is just give me a head start. No, that's no, because I, I can't start down like what? What would we even say? In the pickums, I'm down like what, five points? I was going to say more than that, but okay. You're going to say more than that? Yeah. Like what, 10? Yeah. Dude, I don't even think it could bounce back from 10. 
Oh, I definitely did have last year. I was definitely down way more than ten at one point. Yeah, but this is me we're talking about. Oh yeah, but we're also considering this in in, in, uh, in replacement of you taking the whole ass SATs. I know. So that has some weight to it. I'm not going to think. But then we'll have I'm not going to pass on a. But we'll have another punishment, and it's like a guaranteed you're getting this punishment. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, which is right, because you skipped out on so the first So we might as well just think of a different punishment than giving me bonus points, because we're kind of just like the Washington football team being like, yeah, we're just going to call ourselves this until we think of a better name. What if every one of the, all the picks I get are just double for the first three weeks? <sighs> no. <laughs> We'll think of something. I mean, I'm going to keep applying for this test. And if I get in, I get in. I'm taking it. But if I don't get in, because realistically, this COVID shit's not going to go away. And I'm just going to keep getting kicked out at the last second because I'm fucking 27 taking the goddamn SATs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you just shave it's your hilarious hair. hilarious still. Yeah, but I mean, like, if I, I can't lie on these, like, things because, like, they'll fucking come after me. I don't know what I'm saying. You can just shave your head instead. Oh, I'm not just kidding. That's a lot. Oh, that's that's a lot. Like big shave head or like no? Okay, be a buzz cut. Just a buzz cut. But I mean, you don't have to. We can find another one. That'd be rough, but maybe. What? Maybe I would never do that. I mean, it'll grow back. I know, but I just would never do it. <laughs> but I don't know, you might be different. I look bad with a shaved head. Yeah. I don't know. You, you probably you could probably pull it off. No, I did pull it off. I feel. I mean, at least I feel I pulled it off. Yeah, whenever. like mine was, was awful. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. mine was bad. I feel like blonde hair might have something to do with that. Well, too. it's because like Chaz, I'm pretty sure he gave me like a three, not all the not all the way zero like <laughs> yeah. everyone else. Yeah, but I still look the most bald because <laughs> it's blonde. It's, it's, blonde, so it's like yeah. basically translucent. Yeah, like when it gets to a certain length, you can just see through it. It's not dark. We'll, we'll, we'll reconvene on that. We'll table this discussion. Uh, all right. Or how about I just get to keep this really super cool coin? It's not that cool. We, we need to prove coin flips. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. Leading off the MLB. So the Padres are fi- uh, they fire pitcher coach uh, Larry Rothschild after two seasons. The Padres are 2-9 and nine in their last 11 as of Monday. Yeah, they're doing real bad, but they're still, I think, in, in it. For my bet's sake, I hope so. Yeah, you had them for what? Winning the World Series yeah. or going? Winning it, but we, I'm more worried about them making the playoffs now. I mean, they are. They, they can get will, hot in September and be good. And they this is the kind of move. are five and a half games back from the wild um, card spot. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, they could sneak in. I mean, it's the, it's the Reds. Mm-hmm. It's the Reds that are in that spot right now. Yeah. And I feel like I can see the Reds, Reds collapse in the next month. There's one month left of the season. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if they get hot in September, they're good. They just need to sweep a series and have mm-hmm. against the Reds, maybe, even. And that just switches everything up. Then, next up, uh, the Pirates place Gregory, Gregory Perlanco on waivers. Um, I'm pretty sure he cleared waivers, so I don't know if that means. I think we still have him now. Mm-hmm. Because he cleared waivers, but uh, he's trash anyways. Then the Cardinals signed a $10 million one-year extension with uh, catcher Yandir Molina. The 39-year-old played his whole 18-year career in St. Louis and plans on retiring after next season. Yeah, so after he signed this one-year extension, he did come out outright and said that next year is my last season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the Cardinals, but he's, he's a legend of the game. He's been around there for a while, mm-hmm. so good for them. 
Then uh, Giannis went out and bought stakes in the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck the Brewers. Yeah, I agree. We're not we're not a pro Brewers podcast here. No, I like Christian Yelich though. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I mean, I like seeing guys. Yeah, it's nice expand when, like, their portfolio. portfolio. Yeah, it's nice when like the big stars of your city like go out and support other teams. Oh yeah, like Lemieux for us. Yeah, like he's done shit for the Pirates before. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Then on uh, next up, ba, 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 Carlos Correa won't return to the Astros next year. Yeah, so he yeah. he's been um, kind of rumored not to come back. He's denied a few uh, extensions and a few contract talks. Um, and then I think today or yesterday in an interview, he just mentioned like in passing, like this is gonna be my last season with the Astros. I want to win the title. Are they doing good? I, don't I think I think they, I think they're winning the division. Let's go. Let's go. The Mets still in it. I, I've not even looked at a leaderboard for baseball. I don't know who's winning divisions and whatnot. Yeah, Astros are winning their division, so they're in the playoffs <laughs> currently. Nice. The nice. Mets are doing garbage as of late. Yeah, they're having the problems with the fucking hitting. Yeah, no, they're they're very far back. Then uh, next up. The Reds and the Cubs are set to play. Wait, what do the Padres are on game back? I'm an idiot. I read that wrong. Oh, okay. Then uh, the Reds and Cubs are set to play the Field of Dreams games next year. Do you think they should keep doing it, or do you think they should do a different movie every year, like maybe Sandlot or something else? Yeah, well, obviously I read that question, so I think the Sandlot would be kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, I I think the Field of Dreams, if you do it every single year, it's kind of going to get old. But did it, it was really cool this year when they did it. Yeah, I mean, um, but... I think it's kind of like the Winter Classic. Yeah. But like, maybe just don't go all out for it, but, like, just play at that field. Yeah, I can see it. Like, because that, um, that atmosphere is sweet. Oh, it's very great. And, like, Kevin Costner, like, at one point, like, turned around and looked like the yeah. cornfield they all came out. That's sweet. But I do want to see a Sandlot one. They, they could definitely change it up with some other movies, but I don't yeah. know if there's really much you could do. Yeah. Like, maybe, like... A backyard baseball. Major League, and then they play fucking... Uh, Wild thing, but uh, I mean, I do when that the picture comes out, I'm pretty sure I do that already. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, what's it called? What, uh, rookie of the year? And just the Cubs have like just get like a ten year old on their team. Angels in the outfield. There's literal angels. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, next up, Miguel Cabrera. He hit his 500th home run. He is the 28th player in MLB history to do so. The last person to reach the 500 mark was David Ortiz back in 2015. So. First, that's sweet. Miguel Cabrera is one of the one of the best to ever do it. Um, but I was with their friend Gio and Picklesburg on Sunday when when this happened. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's been betting every weekend, parlaying this bet that Miguel was going to hit his 500th home run yeah. with something else, and he paired it with Tony Finau winning that golf tournament over the weekend. Damn. And he hit it on Sunday. Tony Finau won in a playoff hole. On Monday. Wow. He won two grand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How much you put down? 20. Wow. 20, he won two grand. Because wow. he's a big Miguel guy. He's a big Mickey guy. <laughs> so he's kept betting Mickey. Did you guys go to Rivers after? Uh, no, uh, no, I had to go back for family party, but we were Did just they sitting. Go to Rivers back, back? Well, I mean, that didn't happen until the next day. Uh, okay. Like, when I was with him during Mickey, like, we were drinking a beer at Picklesburg, and I, like, looked at him and was like, dude, your boy Miguel is five of them run. Not knowing he had a bet, just knowing that, like, yeah. we've had drunk conversations how he thinks Miguel is, like, the best hitter of all time. Mm-hmm. And 
he started freaking out. I was like, no way. Then he showed me the bet slip, and I looked at the score. I was like, oh, Tate Finau can do it. Then the next day, <laughs> a guy like, got home from work, and I like I saw a notification, like, it's going to playoff holes. Tony Finau versus whoever. Jesus. And I started freaking out for him. Good for him. Good for him. Um, anything else for MLB? No, sir. Okay, let's take it over to NHL. Leading off, Henrik Lundqvist retires after 15 seasons. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like... Uh, people kind of forget he was on the Caps last year, even though he didn't play because of heart problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but technically, he didn't really play for another team besides the Rangers. So uh, he's obviously a retiring Ranger. Do you th- probably a Hall of Famer too, honestly. Oh yeah. Even though they never won a cup, they went. I mean, he the- always gave the fucking Penguins problems. Yeah, he's every always time. he's always like was one of the best goalies in the league every year, year in year out. Then uh, Austin Matthews is named as the cover athlete for NHL 22. He was just on the cover for NHL 20. Yeah, it's weird. They're running out of ideas. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, same thing, right? 20, yeah, we're sharing with Brady this year. Yeah, but still. Yeah. What's EA doing? They're not giving it. EA is a garbage organization. Yeah, I know. EA is trash. They're just money-hungry little pieces of shit. I heard EA stands for eating ass because they're shitty. <laughs> they just pour out shit every year. Ugh. Next up, the... Oh. The Blues are interested in 44-year-old Zinedine Chara. Yeah. I mean... That guy's going to be... Him and Joe... He's going to be like uh, Joe Thornton. He's going to get like just randomly... The Blues stunk last year, though, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I didn't make the playoffs. Actually, well, I mean, I think they had a chance at the end, but that division, like, the, they were like the last thing to make the playoffs was, like, the Preds, and they were trapped. I mean, if I was the Blues, I'd be for that, as long as we didn't spend too much money. I mean, Chara's old, though. Yeah, I mean, but he didn't really do. I feel like great. he runs a high tab, though, doesn't he? He has a hefty asking price. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it'll probably be like something close to probably more than Thornton's deal. Um, I think forty four is too old to be playing hockey, especially if you're that big. Yeah, look at Yager, dude. Yeah, he's not he, playing he, in the he, NHL. He's playing in some Czech league. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's still you're still like doing. It's not as intense, but you're still like putting that strain on the body. Yeah, definitely. Then uh, R.I.P. goes out to Jimmy Hayes and his family. Uh, he passed away. He was only 31. Um, the cause of death was not yet made public. Uh, he was a former Bruins, Panthers, Blackhawks, Devils, and Wilkes-Barre Scranton winger. Yeah. Um, there's they, they have not announced what happened. But, like, he has, like, a wife and two really young kids. I don't think it was, like, an OD or anything, so I have no idea what it was. Yeah. But apparently he was a great guy. Like, I know a lot of Barstool guys uh, over the last couple of days, like, all the podcasts I listen to, they mention it because yeah. they're really close with him because he's from Milton, mm-hmm. where Barstool started. So, like, uh, they're pretty sure. cool with him. And I know his brother plays for the Flyers. Um, you know, it's just, it's just sad seeing a guy like that die, especially because he has two really young kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And Wilkes-Barre Scranton, dude, that's a... Uh, what's it called? Those are like minor league. Or the Pens. He plays. Yeah. He's on the Pens active roster. Um, but that was all for NHL. Anything uh, last minute thoughts in? Oh uh, yeah, shout out to Stalter who uh, was supposed to come tonight and bailed. actually gave us a good hockey talk. Um, but instead he bailed. So all we had to talk about was a very sad passing of yeah. a of a player instead. So thanks a lot, Matt, and making every all ten of our listeners cry thinking about Jimmy Hayes because you shed a tear at least. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if people turned it off. <laughs> That's it for hockey? Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> next. Wait, Ghost Stalter. All right, next. <laughs> NBA. Mm, bop, do, da, ba, do, da. Seven up, down. 
NBA. No, I thought you were going to keep going. Nah, nah, I don't know the words after uh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Jared Dudley is officially retiring after 14 seasons. I mean, uh, Elmer Fudd, my bad. Uh, he will join Jason Kidd's coaching staff uh, in Dallas. Jesus. I mean, good for him. Elmer Staying Fudd. in the game, making money. Jared Dudley's kind of a bum. That's what I think, too. And I also kind of think, like, these players just like, oh, man, like, yeah, we're tight. Come join my coaching staff. Like He may not know anything about coaching. Like, no resume. Just fucking. Yeah, like, come, you're cool, come, dude. You've yeah. been around. Come hang out with the boys. You've been good enough to be on a roster or bad enough to keep moving around the different teams. So you have a good knowledge of hey, how systems work. Hey, you know, Luca, you want to ruin his career? <laughs> yeah. Come join my coaching staff. All right, sure. We'll have it this season. Um... Stan Van Gundy is tucking his tail between his legs and is headed back to TNT after a one-year absence while coaching the Pelicans. I mean, we saw this coming the second he like that came out that he accepted the deal. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. If I worked at TNT, I just roast him. Yeah, he, he definitely had, like if they had like a hazing ritual or something. He has to go, he has he has to go through that again. He has to pledge again. Yeah, he has to pledge again. Yeah, it's, it, like like if you maybe coach for two years, there's like a loophole. If there's like two years coaching, then, then it's fine. like a little more. Then you're fine because you actually had a career coaching yeah. somewhere else. But it was a, a fail. A one of and year. done. It was a fail of a year. <laughs> uh, Clay Thompson, the Warriors, and Clay Thompson are optimistic that he will return by Christmas Day. Damn, that's tough. That's rough. I thought he'd be back sooner. That's tough. That's rough. Keep going. I mean, I just thought he'd be back. No, sooner. I, I, thought, right. I thought you were going to rhyme. I go. <laughs> I was. I that's tough. That's rough. Right. I like it in the muff. Just bars. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, like, I just anticipated he's been gone for, what, a year and a little extra time? Probably close to, like, two or... It was a two? He got hurt in the 2019 finals. He missed all last oh, year with the yeah. ACL. Then, then last offseason, he yeah, ruptured his Achilles. Dude, I just, I don't think he's going to be the same. Oh, we'll see. The, I, I, I think I, I might be being a dead horse here, uh, especially on this podcast. But his two best qualities was shooting, which that definitely did not take any dip at all. He's still no, yeah. one of the best shooters. But his other biggest like attribute was defense. And, and there's no way you can be a guard or a small forward and move laterally the same after yeah. an ACL in one leg and a ruptured Achilles in the other. Like They're both different legs. Like, yeah. He's just going like, to be like a go-to shooter. He'll probably be like one of those guys that like wants to start but probably shouldn't start. Yeah. I think. I, do, I think they're. I think they're going to throw him out. There. I think they're maybe not starting right away just because of this injury. They'll say it's because of the injury, but, but like realistically, be... in the organization, will be like, but he's kind of a liability at defense right now. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. he's cleared to active duty, I'm sure. <coughs> I'm sure the Warriors know better than us. Like their coaches watching him play, like, scrimmaging as a team. Maybe he didn't miss it because I mean, te- I mean, medicines. Advance, maybe he's fine. Especially when you're in like professional athlete like that. Absolutely, yeah, you get Absolutely. the best of the best. He probably had some like fetus tendons in his body. They now. probably returned Mr. Miyagi from the dead, and he did the fucking wax on, wax off. Yeah, they honestly might have just killed someone and blamed on the Zodiac <laughs> killer and just took his like perfectly healthy shit. Um, no, the Celtics are retiring Kevin Garnett's number on March 13th. Okay. Good I don't understand why they just want to wait till March 17th. They make it the same pass. They make it a whole thing. I, I guess. I mean, it's yeah. close enough to, like, you're Celtics. You're about Irish. Yeah, that's a valid point. It's not really that like, Kevin Garnett's super Irish because he's not. But Maybe like, he couldn't make it out that day. 
I, I mean, I just feel like if you're going to do it super close to a holiday that's like your team's based around, why don't you steal the holiday? Four days before. But I could see, like, they asked Kevin Garnett to do that, and he's like, nah, I'm not going to come hang out with the Celtics for St. Patrick's Day. That I mean, you don't want to hang out in, like, a very Irish city on a very Irish team? He just might not be about it. So March 13th is daylight savings time. That's probably why. Oh, is that that's where we get an extra hour too? Mm-mm. I thought. Oh wait, we get the extra one in November. That's right. Yeah, we're closer to an extra hour. Yeah, yeah. Pull back. No March. I mean, I guess they want to do it on a weekend. It's a Sunday compared to a Thursday night. I feel like Thursday night's just fine too. Yeah, Thursday night's fine. And if it's like a Tuesday night, I, can I see mean, it. you're in that kind of money. Like every day's a weekend. Yeah, that's very profound of you. Speaking of the Celtics, yeah, <laughs> they are signing Robert Williams, Time Lord, uh, to a four-year, a fifty-four million dollars extension. They just love overpaying players. I don't think this is bad at all. Actually, it just seems like it's so much money. I think I, I mean, I, he did pretty solid for them last year as a rookie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and they need a center, and if he can just keep her uh, producing, then I, I'm all for it. From the Celtics, I think they ever paid the fuck out of Marcus Smart. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is a good deal. I think the Marcus Smart deal is stupid. But I'm and they just more. gave Josh Richardson extension too. They just traded for him. Yeah, I don't know how much that was. I mean, but I just think this deal compounded onto the Marcus Smart deal. Like they're not going to have any money to make any kind of moves. Yeah, and they like I just said, they just gave Josh Richardson extension too. Mm-hmm. Like they're just giving a bunch of money to players that it's like, yeah, they're good, but like you're not going to do much with these players. Like you're just plateauing yourself. For the next two years. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought. But hey, if the Celtics want to just continually screw over their organization and franchise, by all means, go that. Go ahead. That's fine. I mind. am fine with that. Leave too. more room in the East for the Heat and the Knicks. Oh, mother motherfucker! I can't find the extension for. That's nah, good. Josh but it's the same day as Robert <laughs> Williams. Um, speaking of ex-Celtics and Miami Heat. Yeah. Ray Allen is going to become a coach for a Miami prep school. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, that shit I like when the players, like, go and they coach, like, at a lower level and build themselves up to that professional level. But when they go straight from, like, the game to the professional level, I don't don't buy it. I don't think they're going to be that great. But I'm rooting for Ray Allen here. Um... That'd be so sweet. Could you imagine... Playing basketball and having Ray Allen as your coach, I know. And imagine just imagine just be able to like just read off his his legendary tweet to him. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I'm getting there. When you masturbate, think of my tongue on your or your clit. Wait, think about my tongue or your clit and switching back and forth from my dick to my tongue. Is he a rapper or something? No, he just tweeted, tweeted that out and then he claimed his account got hacked. It's just late night thoughts. That was one of the greatest. I think I brought that up whenever. Um, didn't I read a bunch of tweets that people got hacked whenever the uh, Jay Williams got hacked by uh, some of the Pixel? You might have mentioned it. I, I don't remember. Oh, that, that's one of the best ones ever. Yeah. <laughs> Switching back and forth through my dick and my tongues. <laughs> uh, classic. All right. Uh, KD is partnering with a company called Weed Maps. He's hoping that it will oh, help. Oh, I know Weed Maps. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, let me finish it and explain because I didn't yeah, want to yeah. look it up. Um, he was hoping that this will help normalize weed in uh, not only the NBA, but in the sports world as a whole. 
Well, one, it's already normalized. Uh, I mean, NBA, they don't test for it anymore, but it's still yeah. illegal. And same with baseball. They don't mm. test for it, but it's still illegal. Um, but Football weed, is a sport that needs to be. Weed maps is essentially like if you're looking for dispensaries or a place to get pot, you would just put your zip code in and it would pull up like distributors. So it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's like weed on maps. Yeah, whenever we went to Canada and it was recreationally legal up there. But, like, we were there the week before it became officially recreationally legal. I was using that to try to find dispensaries. <laughs> and it was so sketchy, but it was hilarious. It was a funny story. Did you get it? No, yeah, we got it. It was, like, it was exactly, like, one of those, like, really janky-ass fucking shops where, like, it was just, like, barbells for the fucking, uh, In the windows. like, windows. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I That's went up. Sketchy. The menu was, like, written in crayon. <laughs> like or marker or some bullshit that's great and it was like what do you want and I'm like looking at this menu I was like I just don't believe this is legitimate <laughs> so I like got like you know a little bit of bud and then a little bit of flour and then like some gummies and then he just like went in the back pulled out like this Walmart bag of stuff and just handed it to me and I gave him cash <laughs> that's definitely not like a real I know I know but like it was a week before it became legal so like no one's gonna do shit yeah absolutely <laughs> imagine being the last guy arrested in Canada for weed mm-hmm. Like, there's no sign on the door or anything either. Like, we pulled up, and we were like, where the fuck is this place? And I was like, I think it's over here. Because I saw, like, gloss windows and, like, some people hanging out outside. And I was like, I think it's there. Yeah. Because yeah. that makes the most sense. Otherwise, it's, like, inside you, a gas station. Where'd you station. go in Canada? Oh, uh, Toronto. Yeah. yeah, I really want to go to Toronto. It's sweet. It's sweet. They also had a strip club there that was, uh, they accepted coins. Did you throw pennies at bitches? <laughs> Dude, that's great. <laughs> we didn't go in, but they had like a thing. It was like a lap dance is like uh, a quarter or something like that. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> uh, well, I know the one Barcel like, guy, Glenny Balls from Barcel, always talks about in uh, Quebec yeah. or Montreal, like the French uh, provinces. Mm-hmm. You can get a, a, a happy ending massage, like not illegal. <laughs> like you can get tuggies. It's crazy. Like you can go to Rub and Tugs and like it's an actual <laughs> thing. It's crazy. Canada's nuts. Alright, what a tangent. What a tangent. Mm-hmm. That might be one of the Hall of Fame of one of best tangents. Um, I don't remember where we were at. Katie and Weed Maps. Okay, yeah. So next one. Hornet signed Terry Rogier to a four-year $97 million extension. He did alright, didn't he, for that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it was one of those, like every year, which I think is the same, like almost every year of his career, he just starts off slow things, gets really mm-hmm. hot in the middle, yeah. and then becomes very slow at the end. Yeah. Like, it's like he's really bad, then he's, like, unbelievably good, then he's, okay, he's just a very good starting point guard. That does seem like a lot, because I feel like they're going to have to pay other people on that team very more soon. money yeah. soon. Yeah. I so, agree. I don't know. I, I mean, it's good for now, but it could hurt later. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Um, I 100% agree with that. Like, they'll probably try to trade Terry at some point in, like, the next couple of years. Because they'll be like weeding money for Lamelo and Gordon Hayward and yeah, we're, Gordon Hayward was not long term there. Yeah, yeah, they they do have a lot of young guys they need to pay. I agree with that. Um, and then Bucks extend Budenholzer, Budenholzer. Yeah, three years. I mean, that's what he had to do. He had to go win a championship. They, they told him to begin the playoffs. Hey, yeah. if you don't make a deep, meaningful playoff run, you're fired. Yeah. And he won him a fucking title. <coughs> so they're like, all right, you're reverse fire. Well, you're, you're Giannis extended. won him a title. Budenholzer, he was just there. <laughs> I hate when people want to say that shit, though. But, I mean, the way Giannis played that finals. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's all him. 
Absolutely, but I mean, I definitely think coaches have something to do with it to a certain point. I'd say they have more. I hate that argument because people always say that with LeBron. You know, Doug doesn't matter his coach. LeBron's yeah, look at coach. LeBron's coaches. Eric Spolstra? That's one. That's one. I'll give you Spolstra. Ty Lue's not bad. I, I'm not on the Ty Lue train. You are. I'm, I'm not going to make this argument again because I always make this argument. I always have really good points and you just go, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, he brought him to the Western Conference Finals last year. That's further than Doc did his entire stint in the LA Clippers. And he got fired after LeBron left. Like when it, with LeBron, it was fine. Then I mean, he got fired. He got fired literally like it's a couple games into the next season. They didn't even give him a chance to try to coach that team. Out of all LeBron's coaches, definitely. Uh, Sports was actually Spolster's good. one, Ty lose two. Yeah, hundred percent. But David Blatt. I think, I think the drop off is bigger than you think. I think Frank Vogel's not bad. I think he's bad. I think he's horrible. I mean, if Frank Vogel was good, they would have at least made that series against the Suns more competitive. That's true. I don't know. They really didn't have that much depth last year. With LeBron and AD yeah. not 100%, they were just screwed. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, last one. <coughs> Nerlens Noel is suing Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. Uh, apparently, Rich Paul filed a grievance with the MBPA. Because Nerlens Noel did not give him $200,000 worth of commission that he was owed after the Knicks season last season. Um, instead of giving it to him after he voices grievances with the MBPA, Nerlens Noel turned around and stripped sued Rich Paul because basically in 2017, he was going to get a four-year $70 million contract, I think from the Mavericks maybe. Okay. And Rich Paul told him, Say no to that contract. We'll get you a, a max contract somewhere, and they just never happened. What? Yeah, like like, like when he well, so so also twenty seventeen yeah. he left his agency because Rich Paul told him we'll make you a hundred million dollars, hundred yeah hundred million dollar man, and so Nerland's like okay, and his first contract under Rich Paul was at seventy million dollar four years. He's already to sign, and Rich Paul said no, don't sign. We'll get you more, and he's never did. <laughs> So, I mean, that's why Nerlens never gave him his commission, and that's why he's turned around and sued him. I mean, I don't blame him for the lawsuit at all, but at the same time, if I'm Nerlens Noel, I'd be like, I don't think I'm worth the fucking... I think he knows that now, but and I think he's been hindsight. He's like, why the fuck did you make me not sign that $70 yeah, million contract? I, like, I couldn't be... I could have sucked and been fine for life, and now I'm working, mm-hmm. like, minimum one-year contracts. Yeah. Like, I mean... Hindsight's twenty twenty, but I feel like even 2017, Nerlens Noel, I would have been like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, $70 million, that might be what I can get right now. When did you get drafted? That. I thought 2014. I think somewhere around that, yeah. Because he went to the Sixers, didn't he? Yeah. And then the Mavericks, I'm pretty sure. I mean, yeah. You know, from Sixers to Mavericks to the Thunder to Knicks. Was it 2014? Uh, 2013. Okay, close enough. Yeah. Yeah, Six I think it was that year back. after the Sixers, like, weren't they, like, didn't they have, like, a 25-game losing streak or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was, like, that bad. year where they were just absolute dog shit. Yeah, they were absolute garbage. I'm trying to, I'm gonna try to find his stats, because I want to see if, like... But good for him, though. I hope he wins the lawsuit, because it mm-hmm. is bullshit what the agents will do to make sure they keep their clientele. Yeah, so he was averaging... 
like nine points. How many rebounds? Because he's a big guy. That's uh, like that's where the it's first two seasons eight, then five, then seven. Yeah, like I mean, just shot a double double. Still, seventy million four years. What would that be? Um, seventy divided by That'd four. That'd be like probably 15, such an easy math. Seventeen and a half, something like that. Seventeen and a half million per year. Yeah. Which NBA with they, their crazy contracts? That's not really that much for a backup center. Yeah. But I don't think he would have got a hundred million ever. Never. No. But Rich Paul shouldn't have that. All right, that's all. Got. <clears throat> that's all for NBA. Yep. All right. All right. Take it over to NFL. No. No? You want to wait? I'm just kidding. Let's go. All right. First up, the Los Angeles Rams trade with the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. They gave him a fifth round and a sixth round pick in 2022 for running back Sonny Michel. Yeah. So I texted Meter about this because he's a big Sonny Michel guy. He's a big Pats guy. And he was very confused. Was Sonny Michel on his last year contract? I, think I so. don't know. That's the only way this deal makes sense, in my mind, and that's why I kept trying to tell him. Um, I don't know. I think he was uh, at least close to it, maybe a year or two out. Cause they, for because <coughs> it is a fifth and six, but if John Johnson yeah does a certain amount of stuff, then the Rams get a fourth round pick, and okay. that fourth round pick goes to the Patriots instead of the fifth and the sixth. Okay. Um, um, look at the, I mean, even so, even if it's a fourth round pick, I think that's a good deal for Sonny Michelle. Yeah, considering Cam Akers is out for the year, it's a good move. Oh, absolutely. For um, he's going to be a free agent next year. Okay. Restricted next year, unrestricted the year after. Okay, so two. Yeah. Um. Next up. So a league executive came out. And proposed that this year teams are going to figure out Lamar Jackson. So people were, you know, talking about this for a while. Then somebody went out and asked Lamar Jackson what he thought on it, and he seriously doubts it. What do you think? Do you think we're going to figure out Lamar Jackson this year? They did last year. That's. I mean, I think you could attribute that to the lack of wide receiver depth, but that passing game was so bad last year. Yeah, and it's that, like it was just a one-dimensional unit offensively. Yeah, it's not so much that they figured out Lamar; they figured out the offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like, which that gives you a tough task to be Lamar Jackson's like offensive mm. coordinator because you have to change up your entire offense every single year. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't really do much as far as wide receiver depth this off season. Same with Watkins, right? That's it. I think that's it. And they still have Hollywood. And they drafted somebody, I think, too. Yeah, they did. But they didn't draft anybody that great because all the top dogs went earlier. Because mm -hmm. the Dolphins took Jalen Waddle and the uh, Jamar Chase went to the Bengals and Devontae Smith went to the Eagles. Mm -hmm. um, and Juju stayed. Pittsburgh took a pay cut. Yeah, but I think they're. Uh, I think they're definitely going to figure him out this year. Absolutely. Next up, Jaguars rookie running back Travis Etienne suffered a season-ending foot injury and will miss the entire 2021 season. So, sigh of relief. For everybody that owned James Robinson in fantasy football, I did a mock draft. Yeah, from work, uh, just trying to get in the pick, uh, just trying to yeah, get the, get uh, the group. I got James Robinson crazy late, <coughs> and this before this dropped, of course. Yeah, but like, I mean, <laughs> that'd be sweet. That was real, a real draft, and I got James Robinson literally. I want to say eighth round. Damn, 
Like seventh, eighth round. Damn, I would have taken him fifth. Yeah, I know. I got him crazy late. That's nuts. He, I already, I already had three running backs in my roster, and I got James Robinson. Next up, some COVID shit. So uh, Cole Beasley and four other Bills players are on the COVID protocol due to meeting with a team trainer who later tested positive for COVID nineteen. Oof. Yeah, so oof for the Bills. Then the bigger one, Cam Newton apparently met with a trainer outside of the state. Apparently he didn't understand the uh, protocols on COVID. Of course. So uh, apparently there's some uh, rumors from inside the organization that somebody said that this created an opportunity for rookie Mac Jones to uh, helm the team in the future. Yeah, that, that this is a big Belichick thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. <clears throat> and I think, uh, I think this is going to happen anyways. But this just kind of adds fuel to the fire for the yeah. Mac Jones campaign. Absolutely, I think um, I think he has a legitimate a chance to be starter week one now. Ooh, possibly, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like Cam's doing much in preseason or anything like he's that. He's kind of being like uh, off. The he's field not going to be able to play because of COVID protocols anymore. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Then next up, Carolina Panthers and Robbie Anderson agreed to a two-year, $29.5 million extension. Yeah, it's, that's good. It's good, especially because <clears throat> you get a young quarterback like Sam Darnold who played with Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Uh, maybe they, they see some... Uh, and all, and also, they lost Curtis Samuel in the offseason, so yeah. it's good to secure your uh, best receiver at this point. Absolutely. Um, next up, so some fantasy watch. LASIK Jameis is back. So him and his new wide receiver target, Marquez Callaway, went for over 100 yards and two touchdowns in their win over the uh, Jaguars. Jameis was 9 out of 10 on his completion. Yeah, no, no interceptions. And they were looking like good throws too, man. Like he has an arm. He has a cannon. He, he, just, can, he, he didn't have eyes to match. Dude, I'm gunning for Jameis in the draft. I think I might too. Like 100%. Like later round, something like that, towards yeah. like the last five picks maybe. Yeah. If he's on the board, I'm going for him, man. I think my block draft, I got Aaron Rodgers and then uh, Tawny and Robert Tawny right after. Oh, that'd be nice. That's a good combo yeah. to have, I feel mm-hmm. like. Tawny's not a bad tight end. Then, no, but I'm Jameis is definitely an option. Yeah. But uh, also, Marquez Callaway. I mean, if Jameis does get the start, which Taysom had a bad game against the Jaguars. He did not look good at all. So if Jameis does get the start, which is looking likely then uh, Marquez Callaway could be a uh, decent target for waiver wires after your draft's over. Yeah, absolutely. Next up, uh, quarterback Josh Rosen signs with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, boy, look out, Matt Ryan. <laughs> look out, Matt Ryan, dude. Josh Bowl is coming up behind you. <laughs> How did he... I mean, I'd love it, though, if Josh Rosen got the start over what, him at some point. What if last week Josh pulled out Josh Rosen on the Josh draft? <laughs> that wouldn't have been a bad pick. I would have voted for him, probably. Yeah. Um, and then next up, Carson Wentz is back, possibly. Carson Wentz is practicing uh, after his foot injury that he sustained during training camp and is hopeful to play in the season opener versus Seattle. Yeah, that was wild. That's a wild roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, you're out for like ever, and now I'm like, wait, never mind. I'm back. Yeah, they're like four months, and they're like actually three weeks. Yeah. Cause I think I think he saw Sam Easton go off that one. Is that his name? Sam Ellinger. Uh, Sam Ellinger, mm-hmm. go off that one week, even though he kind of sucked the next week. He was like, I need this foot to heal. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think he started like hardcore like rehabbing it, then like even though the next week he died. He saw like sucks. flashes of Nick Foles again. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, no, no. It's like that chihuahua, man. <laughs> then uh, the Vikings, they bring back their former Pro Bowl defensive end, Everson Griffin. 
And then next up, the top 100 players of 2021. So the list is now complete. Um, wait, let me see. <clears throat> I gotta pull up the master list where I can like skim through everybody. I think we left off at 40, yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. Or we 41. Did. Yeah. So, forty is first one. Let me kind of go through these. 39 is Kyler Murray. Okay. Um, bu- bu- bum. 37, Darius Leonard mm-hmm. on the Colts. 35, Darren Waller, the tight end for Vegas. Then Joey Bosa, number 32. And Jamal Adams, number 31. I think Jamal Adams is insanely high. I think 31. Minka should be higher. And even though, what was Minka? Like 40-something? Yeah. Minka should have been higher than Jamal Adams. Yeah, Jamal Adams did jack shit last year, and Seattle's defense was atrocious. Mm-hmm. They blitzed them more than he actually was yeah. in coverage. That was crazy to me. Um, number 30, Aaron Jones. 29, Julio Jones. Please be another Jones. Please be another Jones. <laughs> no, not. Oh, they ruined it. Next up was Devin White on the Buccaneers, their linebacker. He's he solid. Then uh, 27 to Forrest Buckner, the tackle from Colts. Yeah. Then Nick Chubb, number 26. Lamar Jackson, number 24. 25. 25 was Bobby Wagner. Oh, okay. Then 23, Khalil Mack, which. A little bit of a tangent, too. Apparently, the Raiders are interested in trading for Khalil Mack. <laughs> the gives these backs these claws. Yeah. That John Gruden initiated in the contract. <laughs> yeah, remember that first round pick you gave us? Never mind. <laughs> then uh, 22, DK Metcalf. Then 21, no, Fred Turner. No idea who that is. Oh, you know Freddie. Come on, you know Fred Turner. <laughs> Linebacker? Uh, maybe. I already left the page. Number 20, Dalvin Cook. Number 19, Buda Baker. Okay. Top 20 is definitely deserved. Number 18, Mr. Hands, Deshaun Watson. That's just problematic to have him on the <laughs> yeah, list at all. It's problematic. I mean, it's all wrong. And, like, wasn't he hurt all year last year? No, he's fine. Okay, he's fine. Never mind. Number 17, Xavier. <laughs> number 17, Xavier Howard. Cornerback for the Dolphins. 16, Miles Garrett. 15, Tyreek Hill. Oh, let me know if you just want to like talk about it. I, I'm just listening. Yeah. 14, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. 12, oh, 13, Jalen Ramsey. 12, Russell Wilson. I think that should be a little bit lower, personally. Mm, he fell be, off towards the end of the year. I mean, higher? Lower. Or yes, higher. Yeah, the number he the he's higher. His his positioning he's, on this list should be lower. Okay. Number eleven, Stefan Diggs. Okay. And then we're still waiting on the top ten. Are we on top ten yet? No, nah, I thought we did actually, but we don't. So yeah, we're still waiting on the top. Well, 10. and then I really don't have a, I don't really don't have a comment until we see the top ten. But some notable names: T.J. Watt still hasn't been mentioned. So really? that's good. I forgot about that. Also, Aaron Donald hasn't been mentioned though. So. Oh, he's gonna be number one for the next like five <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah. Was he last? He last two years. Is so he I, a third? Ah, uh, maybe, maybe. Tom um, Brady, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Um, Ben still has not been named. <laughs> what? Ben's like Big two. Ben. <laughs> what if he's like two? They saw his preseason game and they're like, "You're Derrick Henry." Um, 
Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey has not been named either. He's hurt all year, but they'll probably still give him a good number. They'll probably 10. still, yeah. They'll probably. I think it'll be like ten. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. <clears throat> Travis Kelsey and Kittle have not been. Men- no, Kittle was mentioned. Was he? I think. Kittle yeah, was he was because he's hurt. Yeah, we were, he was hurt. Yeah, he was like forty something. Yeah. Then um, trying to think of other positions. Tyree Kill was named. Who else? Uh, Hopkins. Um, any other receivers? I'm forgetting. I don't know. Devontae Adams. I was going to say Devontae. You literally... Yeah. I have my mouth to say it and you're... So we, like, we probably just named 10 people, actually. <laughs> All right. Mahomes. Mahomes. Rodgers. Brady. Brady. TJ Watt. Aaron Donald. DeAndre. Travis Kelsey. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. I'd Derek say Henry. Derek Henry. One more. There's probably like a fucking... Well, Jalen Ramsey's the number one cornerback, so he probably was already Jalen. named. Was he? Yeah, he was already named. Um... Cam Newton, <laughs> Mac Jones. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't. Tim Tebow. Jesus. Um. It's gonna. It's gonna be one of those things where people are like, "How'd you forget about?" Yeah, I'll get pie in the comments. Man. Yeah, yeah. How'd you forget? You guys seriously first? named nine of the top potential top ten, and you forgot about? Did they name Josh Allen? No, that's ten. Did I don't think they said Josh Allen. They definitely did not say Josh Allen. And Josh Allen had a great year last year, so I, I definitely think it could be Josh Allen. Oh, he was 87. Hmm? Oh, that was 2020. Yeah. I don't think he was named yet. There's no way he'd be as low as, like, 40-something, you know? And you weren't. You didn't mention him today. He wouldn't have been the first back. Wait, I don't... Oh, wait, no, this isn't this year. This you, is, like, their, like, mock list, I think. I know I. You can stop the research. You definitely need to go down. Okay. Next up. So we'll, we'll next week we'll have the top ten. So that'll be. Well, some, we just named the top ten. That'll be some debate, but we'll still have to order them. Yeah. No. Next up, Titans head coach Mike Vrabel tested positive for COVID nineteen. Then Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott apparently had no setbacks in training camp and is currently poised to start week one versus the Bucs. Yeah, I thought that dude fell apart again. That's what I thought, too. Because I was hearing on part of my take, like, the hard knocks breakdown, that, like, he looks rough. Dude, he had to go to, like, an MLB shoulder doctor. Yeah. So, I don't know if I 100% buy this. This seems like something Jerry Jones is going to throw out there into the media to... Or everything else was thrown out there to throw everyone else off. And then week one was Dak's back. A prime, like, fully healthy Dak. But most likely the second thing. I think I'm just staying away from the Cowboys and fans this year. No, that's I'm not touching anyone unless like, unless I get Dak. Unless super, I get Ceedee Lamb. Like, unless I get Dak in a great position. If I get Ceedee Lamb in a late position, I think I'd do it. Because Ceedee Lamb kind of balled out with like all the quarterbacks that came in. Mm-hmm. But Cooper kind of fell off when he didn't have Dak. And, I then, kinda, and Zeke's just a fumble machine it'd now. Be, it'd be very poetic if I get Dak Prescott in the draft this year in our, our, my friends league, and uh, I play meter in the finals, yeah. and one of his big excuses last year to lose me was he didn't have Dak all year, and I wouldn't change my name. I didn't have Dak all year. I would change my name in the championship if I was playing meter and I had Dak on my team to his Dak play on words he had last year, which is Dak off in my fanties because he had no fan too. Then, um, next up, 
Patriots wide receiver Nikhil Harry is out four weeks with a shoulder injury. He kind of sucks, doesn't he? He did decent last year. He was trying to make a name for himself, and then he was requesting a trade but didn't get it. So I don't know. But that shoulder injury is going to hurt any type of trade value. Mm-hmm. Then apparently Steelers wide receiver James Washington is not denying the trade request rumors. He wants to prove his worth with the team, um, whether that's for the team or for himself, for his own value. Who knows? Probably both. Probably. He, I, think, I think he's trying to get out. I think, this is, I think, this is, I think so, too. And I think it's more of a respectful, <clears throat> like, hey, listen, you guys aren't yeah. – I'm not a top three guy here. Mm. You guys can trade me. Do you think he'd be better on a different team? I think he's good. I think he's very solid. So I think we still have room for him. I think he'd be good on like the Chiefs or something like that, obviously. But do you think if he went to like the Jets, do you think he'd be good? I think he'd be probably one of better options than the Jets. You think? I think. Isn't he like shorter? Isn't he like five, like eight or something like that? I don't know. He, he has hands and he's explosive. He can get open. Mm-hmm. I don't hate him. I think he's a very <coughs> solid player. I, I'm in the same camp as him. Like he's just wasting away on the bench. I just think most Steelers receivers, when they leave the Steelers, they just don't do much. The only like exception to that was Sanders. Yeah, like Emmanuel Sanders was like the one off, and mainly because he had paid Manning in Denver. Well, I mean, AB just is really good still. Yeah, but he's just batshit crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about that? No, and I actually forgot to put that in my notes, but he got into a fight at training That's camp. Wild. Yeah, yeah, he got into a fight at training camp, and I saw this. I think it dropped Thursday, mm-hmm. and I was like, of course, like the day after the pod, AB's doing some shit. But yeah, AB's back in the headlines. Did we build this pod on AB? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> this is literally, this like, podcast we is started this AB podcast, talks. AB was like, Doesn't miss on the Steelers crazy. and a good guy, and then just went downhill from there. Was it, or was it the summer as I'm going crazy? It was like the summer as I'm going crazy. Yeah. It was rough, man. That's wild. <clears throat> we single-handedly just demolished AB's legacy. Yeah, dude. If you, I kind of go back and look at all the early ones and was talk shit on AB. Then the last thing I had was the uh, Packers unveiled the new uniforms. Did you see them? No. Pull them up. I will. Um, all right, good, tell man. me, tell me the team you think of when you see these jerseys. Because I don't think there's a wrong. I don't think there's a second Packers answer to this. Packers uniforms. They look good, but... These ones? Yeah. They look like it's the Browns. It's the greens. It's the green ones. They look like the Browns. Like Oregon. Uh, they do look like Oregon? <laughs> they do look like Oregon, too. Same colorblind for me. The green oh, and the brown. Right. Well, I know it's green, not brown. Yeah. But yeah. to me, the I green forgot. is very close to the brown, and the gold is very close to the orange. Uh, okay. So it really looks like the Browns uniform. <laughs> It's just like just like a tone, like like that'd be wild. I'd love to like have your vision for like a day, just to see what it's like. Did just, you see? Just so I can have an understanding when I'm describing colors to you, that I would be like, no, no, no. Actually, I mean this color. So you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. No, tangent. Did you see part of my take? Do with Bubba, their producer's colorblind. They gave him no. glasses. They did. Yeah, but it was just a, a course light commercial because it's like the mountain. I can see the mountains. They're blue. But but like if he's actually colorblind, so they gave him like a random pair of glasses. Yeah, and they're all wearing like gray. It's like, oh, do you, do you see my color? It's like what oh. color I'm wearing. It's like, yeah, you're wearing gray. Oh. It's like, yeah, but me, it's like you're also wearing gray. 
He's like, what about this? And it's turning can. It's like a minute long video. It's so funny. It's like the mountains are blue. Jesus. Uh, no, nah, I mean, it's not... I feel like it's my vision, just your vision is slightly off, like, to the most annoying amount, though. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you, like, say you glass of my vision and you put it on, it's not like you'd be living in Willy Wonka world. No, yeah, I It's, it's literally just like, oh, that's just, like, a duller tone of, like, a different color. Yeah. I just want to understand it better, too. But, uh, that was all I had for NFL. I had two things. Ooh, what do you got? What do you got? Um, two starting quarterback updates. The Bronx announced, hey, Bridgewater will start week one. Ooh, okay. Which I like a lot. Last and I, I, and I like him. list was they were still debating. I kind of like that as a late, if you want to back it. I know a lot of people don't have backup quarterbacks yeah. on their fantasy teams. But I wouldn't mind throwing my last pick on him if as a gamble in case he's actually killing it. I don't think I'd draft him. Only because I'm concerned about the injuries. You know and what I mean? Like maybe my, if he's still around my last pick, usually the last pick doesn't matter. I just don't so think... So if I throw him something like that... Yeah, I just don't think their offense is as like, explosive as it could be. Yeah, I get that. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't even think the potential of explosion but we don't is know. there at Denver. I, I like Noah Fant a lot, and I, Cortland Sutton's coming back. Yeah. And yeah. They, have, they have another younger guy. Um, a, a rookie last year. Jerry Judy. Yeah, dude. That's, that's a pretty solid... Three targets for him. It's not bad, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is Trevor Lawrence is officially starting, which we all knew is coming. No way. Which we all knew is coming, but they officially announced it. <clears throat> so I feel bad. It'd be wild if they say Gardner meant she's starting. I mean, that's the first thing that went through my mind was I feel so bad for Gardner. I do, but I don't. I mean, he's not just He's like a better Lawrence. version of Tim Tebow. He, he's like if Duck Hodges was better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a surprise backup okay. that like held a job for Doug a little Hodges bit. Hodges or Tim Tebow? Would I I'd rather have? Yeah. Now or like both in their primes? Both in their primes. I still think I take Tebow. I take Doc. No. Okay, we NFL primes. So when they're beating the Steelers in the playoffs? Yes. I think you still have potential there with him. I think somewhere wrong along the lines he's got wronged. I'm still on the train that... If, I mean, he was like the best college quarterback to ever play the game. We had Ryan The fact that he that dropped game. off. Yeah, stupid sickle cell. Goddamn sickle cell. Like, Jesus God Christ. God. Every time I, I hear Taylor. sickle cell, I'm like, fucking Ryan Clark. Goddamn. Yeah. He, like, uh, he couldn't play in Denver. Such a damn shame. Yeah. Damn tragedy. All right. But, uh, all right, let's take it over to our top five uh, sports nicknames and fictional musicians slash bands. I request the highest of fives. All right. Top fives this week. Um, friendly reminder, I won last week. And the week before that. Jimmy and the video. next day. And the next day. Oh, man. I, think I, might, I might just throw this draft to make you feel better. No. Uh, no you're not going to hank me. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, I could hank you and it'd be so funny. But I'm, I'm going to pull up the exact uh, numbers here. Jesus. <laughs> now you're just boasting. I'm not Boasting. <laughs> you are, you're pulling up the fucking scorecard. I don't have it. Uh, I want like I just want to confirm. I want at least seventy percent. Okay, dude. Um, all right. This week we have a two very unique top fives uh, from the sports side of things. We have top five sports athlete nicknames, and then on the pop culture side of things, we have the top five fictional musicians slash bands. 
Um, I'm saying bands. I don't know about you, but some of my lists have like bands as a whole because like the yeah, bands and musicians, yeah, whatever. Okay. As long um, as they're fictional. We flipped the coin beforehand. I won and chose to take the first pick for musicians. So that means Guy has number one pick in the uh, nickname draft. So whenever you're ready, you can take it away with your first overall pick. This is tough. There's so many. Like There's so, so many. I, I, for these drafts, I like doing it off the top of my head. Yeah. Because then I know that... Because uh, I know if I, I know you like to look things up, mm-hmm. so like I, it's easier for me to like to not have the same as you. If I, I think about I write ones that I know and then I look them up. I usually do that too, yeah. but I got fifteen off the top of the dome, and I was like, I don't need more than this, so I just stopped. For musicians, <laughs> I got like eight off the top of the dome. All right, I'm gonna go with Prime Time, Deion Sanders. Someone list that's a good one. Number one, dude, Coach got, Prime, <laughs> he loves it too. Like, just yeah. the marketing campaigns for primetime. Like, anytime you introduce the top, it's just primetime. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's hilarious. Coach Prime, that's sick. <laughs> um, that's my number one, though. Deion Sanders primetime. All right. My number one pick is going to be Tiger Woods. Yeah. That was Eldrick. His real name's Eldrick. No mm-hmm. one even knows him by his real first name. name. Yeah. I actually. I knew Tiger's nickname, obviously, mm-hmm. but I had to look it up because I didn't know his real first name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that just shows how like impactful a nickname is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've looked up why his name was Tiger, and it's because his dad was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and he had a buddy, a Vietnamese buddy, or like some kind of like Asian buddy, yeah. whose nickname was the Tiger. So like he tried to pay homage to him by uh, making Tiger go by Tiger. Um, I think my number two is going to be... Uh, Magic Johnson. Same thing yeah. as Tiger. Yeah. Same thing as Tiger. Not a lot of people know his first name is Irving. I only know, know because I grew up in a uh, Lakers cult <laughs> in my house. My dad, he's a big Showtime Lakers guy, so I grew up in an Irving Magic Johnson cult. So mm-hmm. that's the reason I knew his first name Irving, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. He's just Magic. And what, what a sick nickname, too. I'm just Magic. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'll go Tiger Magic. Um. All right, my number two... I'm going to go with Kobe, Mamba Mentality, the Black Mamba Mentality. Black Mamba was on my list. That's, yeah. that's a good one. Um, I like that. R.I.P. Mamba Mentality. It's just Mamba just, Day yesterday. Yeah. Oh, 20, yeah, 8, it was. 824. Right. Fuck. His birthday is 823, and Kobe Day is 824. And uh, isn't it, didn't he have like a – his team was like the uh, – was his team like named the Mambas or something like that? Or like – Other than the, uh, his daughters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, has like Team Mamba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sweet, man. Yeah. But, um, that, okay, that's my number two. Number three. Ugh. I'm gonna go with the bus. Jerome oh, Bettis. That, I don't have, Jerome's one of my favorite players. That, I, I did not have that. I took it higher because I thought you'd take the homer pick and I wanted him on my list. I totally forgot about the bus. Dude, the bus is iconic, man. He's one of my favorite Steelers. I just forgot. Yeah, that, that, it's that, like the bus nickname, Paul, honestly. It's like Paul Malu, Bettis, and Ward. My that literally, that's my three. Yeah. That's my three, too. Just, Maybe not uh, Ward. I love Ward, but I know it's the, the uh, Paul Malu and the bus are one and two for me. Um, Dude, it was always hilarious, too, because like, he would just run people over constantly. He's just a big fucking truck on the, uh, on the grass. Oh, he's a beast. It's fantastic. Well, I, I'm going to get my own plan here. That just reminded me of something, and I'm going to take it now, yeah. just in case. I'm taking the Flying Hawaiian. Okay. Troy Palmer. I have in my room, because like I said, I totally forgot about that era of Steelers nicknames. Mm-hmm. 
I have in my room a license plate that says black and gold has 43 and says the flying wine. That's sweet. Yeah. Like, like Troy Palmolo's like, mm. I, I put him maybe above drum a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the flying Hawaiian had to be number number three. I totally just forgot to do it. Um, and then I'll take my number four pick, uh, David Big Poppy Ortiz. I was actually going to take that next if you didn't. But uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Big Poppy is maybe the only Boston sports guy I've ever liked. Besides yeah. Kevin Garnett. I like yeah. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. But no, he's literally the only Boston sports guy <laughs> I've ever liked. Like Big Poppy is just a great nickname. Um, and he was just a fantastic baseball player, so I had to go Big Poppy. Um. Oh man, this is just tough. It's, it's tough. There's so many because there's ones. so many. Yeah. Um, you want to do six? I would not be opposed for both lists doing six. Well, I don't know if I'll get six for musicians. Let's see. Well, well, if we get the five for musicians, and I still have a couple. I'll go six. But if not, then um, I'll definitely do six for this one. Okay, let's do six then. Fuck it. Okay, for my number four. I'm going to go with, fuck. Oh my God, I have so many good ones I don't know yet. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Okay, good. That wasn't on my list. I like Wilt that Wilt the though. Stilt Chamberlain, man. That's a good one. Fantastic player. Wilt the Stilt. Just so, just the perfect fucking nickname. The guy's tall as shit. He looks like he's on just stilts. Just a stilt. <laughs> yeah, just a guy on stilts. Um, That's great. So that's my number four. Number five, I'll go with uh, Broadway Joe Namath. Broadway Joe Namath, man. Brought the Jets to Super Bowl. Gotta love the guy. Just calling it out on the fucking air, too. That's just the cockiest move. Uh, just going on the news and we're like, we're winning this week. And then just winning. <laughs> so I know, I know people probably don't care about, about my family's... Uh, how competitive we get with Bocce and my family yeah. uh, on the beach. We used to have three team a three-team league where one summer I was a free agent. Mm-hmm. The same summer LeBron went to Miami. Yeah. I switched from my dad's team to my brother's team. Yeah. And I pulled the Broadway Joe. I said, we're winning. I guaranteed it. <laughs> we, guaranteed it. We had to come back in the last game and I had the game winning point. And I walked off and my brother started. my brother calls me chimp. So you're Broadway chimp, Broadway chimp, like jumping on me. Oh, that's great. That's good. Um, the broad, I say my Broadway Joe. I don't have my list though. Um, so I'll do five and six, and you do six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number five, Mean Joe Green. Yeah, I was I was between him and Broadway Joe. Uh, mean Joe Green. I just feel like I cannot. I can't. If you say Joe Green to me, I'll know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like who? Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to add Is the that mean. guy in accounting. No, 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 like mean Joe Green. Yeah, oh, if okay. you have to, I, he's a, a, not just a Steelers legend, an NFL legend. Mm-hmm. But if you just say Joe Green, I have no idea you're talking about. Yeah, like you need to say mean. Um, all right, my last pick of the bay between like all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I know where I'm going to go. Number five. Or number six, I mean, so. I think I'm going to go with Miami Heat legend Jason White Chocolate Williams. Okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> I just love the name White Chocolate. <laughs> and when I was name. younger, he was also he was on the Heat <coughs> team, that, my first Heat team I liked, right? Yeah. And I, did, I just didn't know his name. I just called him White Chocolate all mm-hmm. the time. I mean, he's sick, too. So, like, I mean, I just love white chocolate. It's a great nickname. All right. And my number six, The Fridge. 
Okay. William Perry. I, I had him on my Dude, list. Just I had him and Sweetness. When I watched the, the 85 Bears, 30 for 30, I fell in love with the guy. Oh, just fucking man. from the line, putting him in a tailback, just only on situations where you're goal line. Hilarious. And, and he, he always is a great scored. Super Bowl shuffle. Nobody could take him down. <laughs> He's a great Super Bowl, Super Bowl yes. shuffle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, what a play that... We we actually ran it in my grade school team. Yeah, like I I, I was a lineman. Do it more now. Like, yeah, I was a lineman, but I was our skinniest lineman because in our league there's weight limits. When you play that young, you can't like uh, give the biggest kid the ball to run. Yeah, but I was a lineman and and I was barely enough in the weight range I could run the ball. Yeah, so at one play they put me back there. It's called beefy backfield, <laughs> and I would literally just go stiff arm all the cornerbacks who were like up to my knees. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we would play like when we play, you know, like just pick up games outside in the yard or anything like that. We would run that play occasionally. Absolutely it's hilarious. Um, the one I was debating between with white chocolate. My last pick was the round mound of the rebound, Charles Barkley, Sir Charles. Yeah, the round mound of the rebound. Um, the great Bambino, Pistol Pete. Marriage. Pistol Pete was on my list. The human highlight film, Dominique Wilkins. That was a great nickname. Like, imagine being called a human highlight reel. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, the Salt and the Swat. Yeah. Colossus of the Cloud. Then uh, The Mailman, Carl Malone. Oh, I even have that on my list. That's he a always great delivers. One. It's a great one. His Airness. Yeah, Air Jordan, yeah. Uh, King Fl- James, you could say. Flash too. for D-Wade. I, everyone kind of forgets us <laughs> his name. The Juice. Sl- OJ. <laughs> yeah. Slash. A little problematic, but yeah. Good nickname. Then, oh, the only other two I had was the great one. Wayne Gretzky mm-hmm. and Dr. J. <laughs> Glenny. Glenn Rivers. Glenn Doc. Yeah. Only one Doc in Philly. <clears throat> All right, so my list. You can go first, actually. You, you got first pick, so you tell me your list. Uh, number one, Primetime Deion Sanders. Number two, The Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. Number three, The Boss, Jerome Bettis. Number four, Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Number five, Broadway Joe Namath. And number six, William Perry, The Refrigerator. Ah, that's a good list. My number one, Eldrick Tiger Woods. Number two, Irving Magic Johnson. Number three, Troy the Flying Hawaiian Paul Amalu. Mm-hmm. Number four, David Big Poppy Ortiz. Number five, Mean Joe Green. And number six, Jason White Chocolate Williams. Good list all around. I, I think that's going to be a toss-up, honestly. Mm. We both have great lists there. <coughs> um, but all right. Now the big one. I took the number one pick because you claim that we might have the same one. I think we have the same. I, think I don't think we have the same one. All right. Uh, but I did want to take number one because I don't have too many on here. I have a, I don't, <coughs> I have a few on here that might be just on my list. Yeah. So I can wait on those. But I want to take the ones that we might have combined of. Okay. So my first overall pick for musicians, I'm taking Chip Skylark. Fuck! Was that it? Yes! It's Chip Skylark, baby. I knew, it was, I knew we were both going to have them, man. I, Shiny Teeth and Me. Vicky uh, Vicky. Yeah, dude. Uh, he's just the suavest. Damn it! Pops are around. That's Chip like Star the Lark first concert. If that was like a, if he was real, that's like the first concert I'd go to. Really? Yeah. Like out of all the fictions or just in general? Out of all the fictions. You ever been to a concert? Huh? You ever been to a concert? Yeah. Oh. I'm confused what you're saying. No, like I mean, if, out of all these fictional characters. Oh, I've ever all these if people jumped in love. If, if all of them became real. Chip Scarlet's the first one I'm going. Yeah, to. Chip Scarlet's the man. Mm. I had to. God, that's why I took the more pictures because I feel like you would have been. I didn't think that's. I tried to throw one. you off because I was like, "You're gonna pick them." 
Uh, I didn't throw me off at all. Okay. Uh, but but I, I knew it might not have been your first pick, but I knew that it would be one of your first picks. So that's what yeah. I need out of the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay. Uh, number one then for me, Powerline from Goofy, Goofy Movie. Movie. All yeah. Right. All right. I I stand out. Just absolute bangers. When they made the movie, they were trying to get Michael Jackson. They couldn't. <laughs> so they got Tevin Campbell, and he fucking killed it. And yeah. It was excellent. And it's just fucking electric. I love those songs. I think Tevin was in a, a couple of a Fresh Prince episode, maybe? Possibly, yeah. I think so. I think he's trying to date Ashley. Um, number two. Number two. I'm going to go with uh, Out of Snow, Infant Sorrow. Oh, that is... Uh, fucking, um, um, what's the actor's name? Russell Brand from uh, Getting Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. And get him to the Greek. Yeah, okay. Get him to the Greek, he's more, like, known as far as Out of Snow. Yeah. But, like, he actually, like, has some bangers. Yeah, okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, I was thinking about putting him on a list, but I didn't really, I love freaking Sarah Marshall, but mm-hmm. I hate him that maybe. All right, so I have open table here. My next pick, I'm gonna go with the School of Rock. Yeah, as a whole, yeah. I was gonna go Dewey. Uh, what's that? Dewey. Dewey Cox. No, no, no. Uh, the Jack Black's character. Oh, Finn. Yeah, Dewey Finn or something like that. I was gonna go him, but mm-hmm. I think the band as a whole. That I mean, that's just, they're just, they slap. Yeah. So I have to go School of Rock. Then, so I'm trying to think of ones that are unique to like, that you won't take. Mm-hmm. I just want to take this. I just want to take this person high. I'm gonna go Andy Dwyer from Mouserat. Yeah, Mouserat was on my list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy Dwyer. I'm going Andy Dwyer, not Mouserat. <coughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it's the it's same thing. The same. It's like, but Andy Dwyer is Johnny Crawley. Like he is a guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the the uh, main guy. You know. Okay. Um. So yeah, yeah. I'm going Andy Dwyer. Was he on your list? Yeah, I, mean, I have Mouserat there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, my number three. I'm gonna go with the Wild Stallions. Bill and Ted. That's, that's me. My next gotta, round. Gotta love them. Uh, they they had their moments, their bad moments, but dude, they saved the world. They brought peace. Fucking party on, dudes. Party on. <laughs> God, I love those movies, man. Um, that's my number three pick, though, for sure. Station. Gotta love Station. Fucking death on the on the base. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's the best. <laughs> Dude, Wild Sounds was literally my next pick. It was so great, man. Oh. Uh, my number four pick, I'm going to go with the Hex Girls from Scooby-Doo. I even consider them. Dude. They're I great. Spe- <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, Hex Girls, and I'm going to put a spell on you. Yeah, Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. The Hex Girls are great. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I didn't think of them. All right, so I have two picks back-to-back? Yeah. And that's yeah. it? Well, we only have five this one. I might be able to get... Okay, let's do six. I think I'm going to go to get six. Sure. So I have three left. Okay. So if I'm going to take the next two, then as long as you don't have my six, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to the Dan Band from Todd Phillips. Movies. The fucking... Uh, Didn't have that. Oh, do you know who they are? Oh! From, like, oh, from the old school. That's a good one. And from The Hangover. Yeah. And they're in, uh, they're in one more. Um, I fucking need you. Sarksy and Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great one. Um, and they, 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 they do one. candy shop and hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're yeah. they're they're oh. hilarious. And they're, they also they're a fictional a band yeah. in like the Todd Phillips universe. Yeah, but like they they actually have like a Wikipedia page That's and everything hilarious. like that. 
Yeah, I so think of that. I'm gonna have to put in the graph. You're gonna have to put in the graphic though, like parentheses, like who they are. Yeah, yeah. Tan band, no one will know. But when same thing, what just happened here? Once, yeah. once I explain who they are, it's I like, was like what are you oh about? fuck, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then the same kind of realm. I'm going uh, Uptown Girl from Step Brothers. Precious Sands is strictly '80s jewel band. I can't remember that part. Oh, uh, Catalina Wine Mixer. Yeah, the, the strictly '80s jewel like uh, cover band, Uptown Girl. Okay, I can't remember that. I didn't see Step Brothers. It's like whenever the Catalina Wine Mixer, they're just a, a Billy Joel cover band, and people keep saying like, "Play piano, man." It's oh, like, and then sir, we're strictly wait, '80s jewel. Yeah, okay. but it took yeah. a funny like couple of scenes, and he's mm. just they're trying to sing this '80s jewel, strictly '80s jewel, man. Um. Yeah, so those are my last two. Dan Band and Uptown Girl. Okay, uh, my number... What are we on? Five, my number five pick. Oh, man, it's tough. It's tough. You're going to go five and six. Yeah, five and six. Uh, I'm going to go with Sex Bomb from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, I was thinking about them, but I didn't put them on my list. For number five. Cause I haven't seen Scott Pilgrim forever. So I, I just like... watched it somewhat recently. Yeah, they were like featuring it for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, great fucking movie. It, it still holds up. I haven't I haven't watched it since maybe junior year. Chris Evans is in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that movie's amazing. I actually yeah. watched it in class. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Paul Lucas showed us it in class. Yeah, we spent a whole week just watching the entire movie. That's the last <laughs> time I watched it. So I was gonna put this band, but I didn't watch it recently enough to talk about the band itself. You know? Wow. I should have because I was going to say, that's like a top five school moment whenever your teacher just rolls in with a movie that's yeah. unrelated to like the learning material yeah. and you just watch a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, for ours, it was literally the media criticism class I took with yeah, him. Yeah, some bullshit excuse, and, but... Well, but he told us from the beginning, <laughs> in the very beginning, he's like, I made this class because I need, I had to make it one more class mm-hmm. and I just wanted to fucking make a class I'd be have fun with. So it's kind of an easy A as long as you come. Uh, so for the whole first week, Zelda's week, we're just gonna watch a movie, and he's like, "This is my favorite movie." And he's put on Scott Pilgrim. So literally, he's straight up told me, "Like, really watch this because I really want to watch this movie." All right, and I'm so torn on my last one, but I think I know your last one, so I'm not gonna take it out of respect. Who do you think it is? No, that's yeah, don't go ahead. I'll say it after. Okay, it's fine. Um, I'm gonna go with Ember from Danny Phantom. I don't remember that. The fucking girl with the flames on her head, oh. where she's where she's saying the fucking songs, and it would like oh everything would happen. Yeah, all the shit would happen, like yeah. spells or something like that. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh. Dude, she actually like rocked out. Like she was good. Yeah, Ember was good. She's like say my, you had to say her name, and she got more power. Yeah, it's like people would chant Ember, Ember. and then she got like I do really remember powerful. Now. I do remember that now. But I'm going with Ember from Danny Phantom for my number six pick. So this one's kind of a weird one because I think they're a real band, but this guy isn't. I'm going Matt Damon from Eurotrip. He is a real band. Yeah, Lustra. Matt, Matt Damon's just... Uh, yeah, so, so I'm going with Matt Damon. So he's fictional. Matt Damon. Yeah. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Lustra is a real band, but that song was just for the movie, and Matt Damon's not really in that band, so he's a fictional musician. Okay, I'll let you change your pick because I'll tell you what I thought you were going to take. Robin Sparkles. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Because I don't know if that counts as a fictional band or not. I mean, he's a, I'm not going as a fictional band. I'm going you, if you want to hold true to it, that's fine, but I'll allow you to take Robin Sparkles. 
Well, I have another one too, Hannah Montana. I was thinking about doing. Nah, she's real. No, she's not. Yeah, she's real. It's a TV show character. It's not even Miley Cyrus playing Hannah Montana. It's fucking Miley Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'll go Robin Sparkles. Whatever. It makes makes you feel better. Uh, honorable mentions. You don't have any. I have oh, Hannah Montana. But... Uh, the Cantina Band from Star Wars. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Then uh, the Blues Brothers. I didn't know if that one counted or See, not. I, I I didn't put it on my list. I thought I didn't want to say it because I didn't count. I thought I, I wouldn't have counted. Faith it. Plus One from South Park. Oh yeah, where they okay, did yeah, Christian yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rock. Band. Yeah, cause they they're trying to get the <laughs> platinum, and then they try to Frankincense and Myrrh, Gold <laughs> Frankincense and Myrrh. Josie and the Pussycats. Who's that from? It's an old cartoon. Oh, okay, yeah. Then uh, the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks. That would be an okay one. I wouldn't have liked it, but um. Then I said Robin Sparkles. Then uh, Otis Day and the Knights from Animal House. Yeah. That's Louis, a good one, Louis, too. They did one to do Louie Louie, right? They did Louie Louie, and then they did uh, Shout. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Pitch Perfect, either the Barden Bella, Bellas or the Troublemakers. Troublemakers is a better name. I think far. so. Yeah, I think so, too. And then the uh, Greek singers from Hercules. Okay. I didn't know their names, so I just wrote them because I thought, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> Bless my soul. Um, was on a roll. Chemical Toilet. Wait, what's that from? It's totally funny. Oh, okay. That's like what Mac wants to name their band. What Were they anything when they did the Day Man? I don't think so. That was just a play. I think it was just Charlie, Charlie yeah. Kelly. Day Man. Lil Kev. What's that? Same episode, just the, oh, the yeah. rapper that they yeah, might be retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones, but none are coming to mind right now. There's some good ones. I love this list. All right. I'm still feeling... I don't know if I want to take Robin Sparkles from you or not. I mean, you can say... I mean, I don't care if you take it or not. I was just giving you the option because I know you love How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I do love How I Met Your Mother, but... I'm going to... So, my number one, though, Powerline from Goofy Movie. Uh, Number two, Out of Snow from Infant Sorrow. Then number three... Uh, Wild Stallions, Bill and Ted. Number four, The Hex Girls from Scooby Doo. Number five, Sex Bobomb from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And number six, Ember from Danny Phantom. My number one, Chip Skylark. Number two, School of Rock. Number three, Andy Dwyer. Number four, The Dane Band. Number five, Uptown Girl. Number six. What are you doing? See, I'm, I just, my thing is, yeah. I feel like Robin Sparkle is too good of one to give me. You think? I mean, I, I think that might just sway my list. I mean, it's, it's, it's up to fans. you. It's up to you. Matt Damon as a singer of Lustra and Eurotrip is what I've written down. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a lengthy one. <laughs> I'm sick dick with that, I think. <laughs> hey, okay. I love Robin Sparkles. I want to take it. <clears throat> I didn't pick it, you know. Let's go to the mall. Sand castles in the sand. All right. With that, though, let's take it over to pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's get into some pop culture. Pop, pop. Leading off, we both got a chance to see the uh, new movie Free Guy in theaters the uh, other day. So uh, initial thoughts? What you think? Uh, fantasy was stuck in my head for a lot. Like, yeah, the next yeah, three days. Like at least yeah, at least a day after. Yeah, 
It's like such a bop. Um, probably the best like original movie I've seen in a while since like I want to say Get Out. Really, I think yeah. It's like Get Out was like the best like original movie I've seen, and then for a good amount of time, and then this. I can't think. No, no others come to mind. But it was just, I mean, the effects were fantastic. The acting overall was just great. Yeah. Um, the performances by every every individual the plot in the movie. was great, too. I wasn't huge on Taika Waititi's villain, but it was still, it was still like, good for me. Yeah, he's like, not bad at a comedic actor, and that was a bad performance. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they, like, was, maybe it was just the writing. I don't know if it was the writing or his portrayal of the character, but I just wasn't really for Taika Waititi's He, like, he's trying too hard slash over the top. Yeah, he's just, like... Industry, like if he was, I feel like if it was like more of a punk kid, mm-hmm. I would have liked it more. But it was he, like, he's acting like a, it was like a middle-aged guy. Yeah. He's like, he's gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I mean, it's cool as Psycho Watiti, but like, I don't buy that he would be like, like, this person looking like this would be like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's my, he's my only like <laughs> gripe with the movie, I think. But the cameos too. Oh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans cameo is hilarious. I, I got Channing Tatum, and you know it's bad whenever like remember when Endgame whenever Milner came back and his cap and like, yeah. he immediately would, like start hitting me because I'm a big cap guy. Yeah. Dan and Matt did that to me whenever she carried their <laughs> shield, and I was like, I mean, I was pretty hyped, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm that psycho of a cap guy that like people like just always hit me whenever. Yeah, Hulk hands the fucking shield, the lightsaber, mm-hmm. but also like so yeah, Chris Evans, you had fucking Channing Tatum. Um, there was another cameo too. I, what, who was it? There's another one. I don't, there's a bunch. They had like all the, the ninja. Fucking, yeah, they yeah. had the gamers. Yeah, they had all the fucking Twitch streamers and shit yeah. that came on. That was kind of cool too. Um, Blue shirt guy, dude. Blue shirt guy. <laughs> Blue shirt guy. Now I was listening to Lights Camera Barstool about this, and they had a, a, a not a heat debate, but like a back and forth debate. Do you consider this a, ga- a video game movie? Yes, because Jeff and Kendrick well, were saying. It's the best video game movie ever. And then the third guy was like, "Is it really though? Because like it's not ba- video game movie. Yeah, it's like, like based like, after yeah. a video game that's already made. This is just a movie with like them happen to be in a video game." I actually agree with. The, I I reverse. Yeah, I reverse mm-hmm. my. I'm, I think I am too. Take, I, I'm 100 yeah. too. Because I, I don't think I, it's a video I game movie. I agree that I think video game movies take like Sonic is a video game movie. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu video game movie. This is not a video game movie per yeah. se, but it's just a movie that has the video game elements in it, intertwined mm-hmm. in it. They, they, there's another movie like that. Oh, see, they brought up, because uh, the one thing that made Jeff switch over to the other guys thing, yeah. he said, well, then is Ready Player One a video game movie? Yeah, that's and a good it's, point. Then they're like, no. And they're like, mm-hmm. why? It's based, same thing as for you guys, based yeah. on a video game. And they're like, okay, that's a good point. And yeah. that's why that's what it sold me, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Because Ready Player One wasn't. And I got Ready Player One vibes from this. But yeah, the effects were great. Um, the, the scene where they like go in as cops, uh, Steve Harrington's character and fucking the, the bunny. Uh, and the other guy who's in like Pitch Perfect. Yeah. yeah, he shows up as the bunny. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, just a great movie, man. But after the lightsaber, they had uh, the Fortnite pickaxe because Matt freaked out. Yeah, because <laughs> Matt's one of the last like adults playing Fortnite. <laughs> I thought I was honestly. <laughs> oh yeah, your picture with Gem Spectre. That's a great picture. 
<clears throat> I mean, anything else from the movie? I mean, definitely go see it. Highly recommend. It's one of those things. It's not, it's kind of hard to spoil because like I can, yeah. we can tell you how the fucking how it ends. Yeah, but like it's not that much of a talking point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All talking points, more funny stuff you just can yak to see for yourself. Yeah, out of ten. Ten out of ten. No, what would you give it? Out of ten. Oh, oh. Um, I'd probably give it a seven point nine, eight point oh. I'd do like eight. Eight eight. Really? I loved it. I loved it too, but I think eight oh is a loving it for me too. Yeah. I'd say eight eight. I reserve eight and a half and higher for like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but like I can't just give to all those movies. Like I really No, I'm talking about like just Star Wars. Yeah, like, like that Avengers one. And all that. Like yeah. the fucking yeah. original trilogy, like Winter Soldier. I feel that. Guardians. I, I guess I feel that too. Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a nine something for me. It was re- it was really good though. Um, anything else for the movie though? For a guy. Maybe I'm biased because they kept saying guy a lot. <laughs> I was like, that's me. Yeah. I was like wearing a blue shirt too. No, you weren't. No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> you you could have told me and I would have thought that probably. <laughs> they said like blue shirt guy like stood up in the theater. I was like, hey. You know what pissed me off, though, man? So I went to see this movie alone, and I bought a ticket. I was, like, in a row by myself. You know what I mean? I was all set. So I was like, no one's going to buy seats right next to me. You know what I mean? Who does that? Fucking every night, talking song. sweet and looking I go up to my seat when I get to the theater. Fucking family of four kids right next to my seat. Oh, no. I'm like, dude, come. Like, and the theater's like... I went at like like one o'clock p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, nobody's in this theater. I'm like, yo, come the fuck on! Like, would you move? So I moved down like four seats, and I fucking just went online and I like reserved the seat that I was in. So like, you know what I mean? So like, it's like, oh, well, somebody has this seat, but I didn't buy it. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. So I just did that. And I like just waited, pending. and I was like, if somebody comes up and they're like, hey, you're in my seat, then I'll just move to a different seat. Like, I'm not sitting next to a fucking... I mean, like, I dip at the movie theater. I'm not trying to have, like, pull out my dip. Kid's like, ooh, what's that, mom? And then mom's, like, and looking at me. Swigging, me mugging me the entire you're time. You're high as fuck, and you're just like, what the fuck Yeah, I, I was, like, pretty stoned, too. Yeah. I, like, ripped fucking, like, two bowls before I went to see the movie. Damn. Uh, me, Matt, and Dan went Thursday <laughs> after we recorded. Yeah. Uh, there was no one else in our room. It was great. But, uh, yeah, great movie. Highly recommend. Uh, next up... The big one from the week. Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home dropped their trailer. Oh, we're still going? I can't whistle. I wish I could. I can't whistle well. I can get like little spurts. Good. That's it, yeah. (laughs) Can't do it. But, uh... Huge reveals. Some we knew, some we didn't know. Well, we're confirmed at least. But we saw Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Mm. Hello, Peter. Mm. Looked great. Looked great. Um, we saw the Green Goblin bomb, which confirms Green Goblin's <laughs> in it. And we heard a cackle that sounded like Willem Dafoe's cackle. I am saying, I'm betting my bottom dollar Willem Dafoe's in this movie. We just haven't seen him yet. Um... There was some elements of sand in some of the scenes, like some moving mm. sand. So, 
lot of people are speculating Sandman's in this movie as well. I was expecting the MCU Sandman uh, during the last movie when they had the elementals. Yeah. Yeah. Then we saw the lightning bolts, obviously, for Electro, because Jamie Foxx is confirmed for this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, The whole... The whole... (laughs) So, um, the whole movie, though, just looks epic. I mean, the whole, like... uh, conversation with him and Doctor Strange setting up the plot that, you know, he wants everybody to forget he was Spider-Man, and then just casting the spell, Doctor Strange doesn't give a fuck, he's like, I'm gonna help out Peter Parker, shit hits the fan, and it's gonna be a wild ride. Uh, people were speculating maybe it's Mephisto. No, I'm not, no. Just fucking no, with people. No, no. It's not allowed, Mephisto's not allowed to be spoken about the MCU for at least a year. People were saying, well, Doctor Strange do it. Then, like, half of there's like... Doctor Strange is kind of a fuck. Damn. Like, he doesn't give a shit. The way he waints, he looks a little maliciously. I don't know, And, he, and he, he casts a spell that's, like, fucking... Nah, dude, that's Doctor Strange. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in camp. I'm, I'm more of a poke <laughs> in the bear right now with the Mephisto yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Doctor Strange is kind of always not giving a shit about rules and regulations for magic. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> I'm broken. Yeah, these memes are great. Sorry. Um, it's not really good for but like, audio. He's always just hasn't cared about like magic rules and shit. Like he's always stolen books from the library, done spells he shouldn't have, messed with time, done the spell on Dormammu, which is forbidden, and then his boy Mordo's like, I'm leaving the magic society because of this shit. I'm going to go kill sorcerers. Well, it seems like there's a point in, in the trailer that Doctor Strange is like trying to hit, get Peter. I saw on a theory the train, about that. On the train with like the circle around him. Like, yeah. Another crush him. So I saw a theory on that, like a breakdown, and it was speculating that Doctor Strange is going to be working to, after the spell, he's going to be like, fuck, I fucked up. And he's going he to he's gonna start trying to contain all these like... Uh, variants shit? Variants, yeah, from for the multiverse. And he's going to put them in like cages in what, whatever kind of room. Um... In the sorcerer house, and eventually Peter's going to be like, "Well, if you put these guys back, he's going to learn like from maybe Doc Ock, like they die in their like actual timelines, and he's not going to want to have them die by sending them back. So he's going to try to save them. And then Doctor Strange is going to be like, "No, you're not going to save these people. They're variants. We got to send them back to their own timeline. And then they're going to, and then Peter, that box he's carrying is like a key to break them out." I mean, I still think it'd be cages, but I get that. They're like I magic like cages. Yeah. Like, spells sealing them shut inside a room. Ooh, I got you. Yeah, something like that. Because people are saying, like, they think that's Lizard in one shot, the Lizard Man. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, possibly. I could see, like, Doctor Strange realizing he fucked up and trying to, like, reverse everything. And maybe maybe Peter's not about that life. I could see I could see this movie teasing <coughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, not teasing they've been teasing millions of times but yeah. the Sinister Six by by not having Sinister Six just having six different villains in the movie <laughs> yeah like, I can see that you know 100% and I mean Vulture's still kicking it I mean Doc Ock Green Goblin Electro Sandman Lizard that's five and Vulture yeah we're Mephisto still Mephisto <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think um, Mephisto fucking plays with... Uh, I also saw a theory that maybe Ned forgets P- 
Peter Parker Spider-Man because of that spell? And what if he, like, hates him by the end of the movie and becomes the Hobgoblin? Wow. Because he is the Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Hobgoblin. Yeah. So why can't Peter just be like, yo, oh, shit, you forgot Spider-Man, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, that's what, yeah, you were saying that during the trailer, I was like, that's 100% true. But, I mean, I guess he's thinking... Well, the Mary Jane... Mary Jane, MJ, Because, like, they, they kind of had their first kiss and stuff all while they were Spider-Man. Yeah, it's kind of hard to reformulate love. Yeah, his whole know? relationship started with Spider-Man. I get that. But, like, but a Ned and Aunt May, just... You already know MJ had a crush on you. Just, yeah. just work your magic again, buddy. Yeah. Also pumped Happy Hogan's in the movie. Yeah. John Favreau's back. I like that. Uh-huh. Maybe he's still banging Aunt May. Obviously. <laughs> that was the funniest, like... John Favreau's just getting with Aunt May. That's, That's so, like, not so realistic. Yeah. That's so unrealistic. So Favreau. Yeah. Like, my movie, my girl. Yeah, my girl. But, uh, trailer looks epic. I don't, I'm not 100% sold we're going to see Toby or Andrew. I'm Man. not. <laughs> and I'll state my reasons. So I think, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Elephant? <laughs> I'm tired, man. So I think I think that it's just like there's too much going on, and we already have all these villains, so we're confirming the multiverse exists. We're acknowledging these movies, but I just don't think they're going to be able to contractually or just subsequently get Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield for this movie. And because of that, they're just not going to have them in the movie. It's tough to get those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think they can do it, and they want to do it, but I just don't think they're going to be able to. I mean, Disney does own, like, everything, though. Huh? Disney owns everything. They don't own, like, the rights to the old Spider-Man movies, though. Like, Sony's, like, giving them these I know, but I'm saying they're also, like, half in this project. Sony can just be like, yeah, what's up, dude? Yeah. I mean, if Sony and Disney are coming at you with a paycheck, if you're Andrew Garfield and Doug McGuire, you're taking it. It also probably depends on how much money Sony's making out of this new movie, because if they're making... A lot of money that it's worth it. They'll probably try as well to a get joint Toby. pitch. Yeah, a joint pitch to get Toby and Andrew mm-hmm. in it. But I'm excited, man. It looks great. On oh, paper, man, it looks better. I, I, it needs to be like a three hour movie. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, anything else from the No Way Home trailer? No. Shall I whistle again? Huh? Shall I whistle again? No. No. So. Next up, the new Eternals dropped their final trailer. Um, this movie just looks epic. Yeah, and what I'm kind of at with this, too, is I don't know what to expect. So I really don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. but I still think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I mean, that weird thing where it's like, what did I just watch? I see a Celestial. I see, like, they're, I kind of get their plan here, but I really just have no idea what to expect still. I had the same kind of vibes as when, like, Guardians of the Galaxy got announced. Yeah, Gus And everyone's like, who the fuck is the Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm. And you and I, I think, whenever we were talking about it just in passing, we are like, this movie's going to be great. We just don't know anything about these characters. Yeah. And then it turned out it's, like, one of the best fucking Marvel movies in the books. Come on. It's my second favorite. And, like, I mean, you got this excellent director, Academy Award winning director... On the project. She'll kill it. She'll kill it. Great cast. Great cast. Phenomenal cast. And I just think, like, all the fucking special effects and the visuals look great for this movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's just going to be an epic journey that you want to get, like, the special, like, movie theater ticket for this. Like, the the XD screening. We're definitely going to XD? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say about this movie. I just hope there's not too much humor. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be humor because it's Marvel, but I just hope it does, they don't try to poke at it too much. This And is it ruins it, the, I, what it could be. I 100% get this. It seems like a... Uh, uh, vibes where the humor just will be like shoehorned in. It's going to be like too clunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, kind of even from all the humor we saw so far in the trailers, kind of like not funny. Yeah. Like Richard yeah. Madden breaking the table. I thought that was vibranium <laughs> notes from Ikea. Yeah. And then like an earlier trailer when it's like, with Rogers and Stark's dead, he's the lead Avengers. Well, I can. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> or like even when like uh, Kamal, uh, I can't even pronounce his last name, Kamal rolls up, rolls up, and like there you see Angel- Angelina Jolie's character. He's like, hello, yeah, like, hello, like hey. But, how's see, it he's going? funny though. I like that. No, yeah, but like his- as long as it's not too much forced. He was in like Silicon Valley. Oh, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. About- I now you're gotten met. I can't think of his last name. It's Kamal something. It's like Kamal Kamali- or something. Yeah, it starts with an N. But uh, as long as like they keep the humor to a group of like two or three characters, I think it'd be okay. Yeah, I think Sprite's gonna be a big. Uh, but like, if Angelina Jolie tra- tries dropping dro- tries dropping jokes, I'm gonna be like, come on, you know? Not Johnny. Hmm? Not Johnny. Not Johnny. Yeah. But um, come on, Johnny. Also, Mario. though, I want to mention this too. Apparently, Marvel executives are saying the release date for this might be pushed back. Based off of the Shang-Chi box office numbers. So go see Shang-Chi in theaters. Because if they push back Eternals, they're going to push back Spider-Man. They're going to push back everything. And we're going to be just like where we were last year with like Black Widow. So just go see Shang-Chi in theaters. I can't wait for that, actually. Just go see it in theaters. Lifestyle Barcel had a screener. Yeah. The yeah. student Robbie Fox, they loved it. Great. It's nothing like you've ever seen in a Marvel movie before. Awesome. It's a lot of like... Anthology, I guess. Okay. And it's like very like mystic, but like the actions also, the fight scenes are like some of the best ever. I I anticipate good things for this movie, and I just hope it gets the fucking money it deserves, so they don't push back everything else. Yeah, I think it will. I I hope so. I'm I'm pumped for it. Um. Then next up, I unless you have something more for Eternals. Okay. Next up, apparently Ironheart is going to be in Black Panther two. Ooh. So we'll see Riri Williams in Black Panther 2. Nice. Get introduced before her uh, TV show on Disney+. Plus. Then Kevin Feige confirmed that Anthony Mackie will be returning for Captain America 4. He also confirmed that the fantastic forecasting that they are looking for is a, mixed establish of, uh, a mix of established actors and newcomers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably the best way to play it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you have your established, like, you know, oh, this is going to be good because this person's in it. I think Johnny Storm's going to be a new guy. Yeah, I think Johnny Storm and The Thing are your easy newcomer casting And then, then have Mr. Fantastic. And then get John Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt. Yeah. And John Krasinski just, has to be in. It, it, it's going to be tough, but, like, it's literally what every, every time I hear them saying. ask, like, Emily Blunt or John Krasinski, they're like, we haven't been approached. Which, also, you could argue they have to say that. Mm-hmm. But... I just don't know if they've been... See, I don't even care if it's Emily Blunt. Obviously, I think that'd be great because they're a couple in real life. Mm-hmm. But I think John Krasinski is alone. Just, that's yeah. all I really need. Oh, it's so good. You can, you can put a lot of people in as visible women, but John Krasinski, I can't unsee him with the Fucking, gray streak yeah. on the side. Silver you know? fox look. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. unsee that. Like, I need to see that. Um, then also over in the Black... Uh, or in the uh, DC Universe, Black Canary is going to be getting her own movie. 
I fuck with that. Black Canary is great in uh, the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, oh, so it was going right after that? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I think she was like one of the shining stars of that movie. Yeah. Because like, there wasn't a lot of like, there were some good things in that movie, but I think Black Canary's character was really great and a good portrayal. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully they'll do the movie right and don't fuck it up like DC tends to do. Yeah. Most likely will, but... And then, last but not least, Venom 2 is going to be reportedly delayed until 2022. Okay. So... More time for me to actually get around and watch Venom 1. Hashtag blue balls. Yeah. Dropping two trailers and then being like, oh, sorry. No movie for a year. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it because I still haven't watched Venom 1. I feel mm. like if I watch it... Yeah. Then I'll watch Venom 2. That was all I have for movies, though. Anything uh, you want to toss in? Uh, yeah, 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 no, because I already said what I want about Shane. She hasn't talked about Shane. She's review from like okay. Universal, but I already warned that in. Then next up for TV, we both got a chance to watch Marvel's What If, newest episode, episode three, before the podcast. Um, thoughts? Initial it's the thoughts. best one so far. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought when I read the title, I wasn't going to like it. What was the title? It was like the uh, synopsis of the episode was... Serial killer. Uh, the Avengers get taken down by a serial killer. And I was like, come on. Yeah. Who the fuck is taking down the Avengers? Yeah. Just like some guy with a gun. You yeah. <laughs> but it actually turned out like really, really good. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love how it's also part of uh, Fury's Big Week. Because mm-hmm. that's something I always wanted to see. Because they, they, so they wrote it in a book and made it canon. Yeah. From a book. I always wanted to see, like, a mini-series of it. Yeah. Because it's literally everything that happened in the first phase of MCU all happened in, like, a week of each other. Mm-hmm. And that's just wild to me that, they, that it actually pairs up. Yeah. And that's the first time you actually really get to see it in any kind of form of media yeah. besides just, like, written book. And I loved it. And Because I loved it because it's also a weird take on it. Yeah. And then we got uh, Phil Coulson returning, too. He was, like, the uh, Who guy last episode of this episode. Yeah, he did get a little bit annoying with his weird... Uh, Attraction to Thor and Cat Steve <laughs> and Steve, yeah, and Steve Rogers. He's actually, I realized they do. They had a guy like that in every episode. The first episode was Bucky. Uh, Bucky yeah. was just one weird one liner, just weird one liners, yeah. And then who? And then that. that, that each episode is gonna have like a comic relief guy. I mean, really I would, I would say it. It probably is intended as a kids show, in a way. Absolutely, you know. So we're just kind of out. We've outgrown that. And yeah. we just don't appreciate it as much. But great episode, though. Really liked it. Loved it. Do we want to spoil it? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, leave, leave you to watch it. It was it. awkward with the whole Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson. Because it wasn't her. Because it, well, it wasn't her. And it's like, oh, uh, there's a big lawsuit. And she was like the most prominent character in the episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of like, this is kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, it sucks that they screwed <clears> over. <throat> yeah. It does. It does. Um... Next up, so for that Showtime Lakers uh, docuseries they were going to be doing, yeah. Bo Burnham is out as Larry Bird. Bird. Yeah. That was like my favorite casting in the whole thing. I mean, I'm still going to watch the show, but I'm, yeah, I, that does too. suck. That, that's a big hit, though. Uh-huh. Uh, and then next up, so Mike Richards was added as the Jeopardy host. And then after some uh, reports came out about him talking on podcasts about like some negative comments and some just things you shouldn't say... He left after nine days, so he had he had the tenure of like a Kardashian wedding. Yeah, no, that was bad. <laughs> but I, I I don't really know anything about this guy anyway. So I'm no, he's a bomb. 
And then what they're doing now is the chick from the Big Bang Theory. I don't know her name. Uh, Kaylee. Uh, no, no the other one. The one that married Blossom? Sheldon. Blossom. The chick who played Blossom. What's her name? No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. She, Blossom? She, she was a childhood star as Blossom. Oh. Oh. Um, but she's going to be the Jeopardy host temporarily while they find the permanent replacement. Obviously. Yeah, she is chick, right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Mayim. Mayim. Yeah. But, uh, so she's going to be replacing temporarily while they look for the permanent replacement. So the entire community wants LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow to be the uh, host of Jeopardy. But it looks like the studio is pushing for Tim Jennings. The one guy that, like, won the insane... Ken Jennings? Or Ken Jennings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ken Jennings. The guy who won, like, absurd amount of money on Jeopardy. Reading Rainbow. I don't know why you don't just go with LeVar Burton. I don't know what kind of, like, stake they got against the guy. But like, take a look. It's you got the entire community. You got like Aaron Rodgers is supporting. Like they, I was like going through Scream Rant. They're like Ryan Reynolds supports Lavar Burton. Fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers supports Lavar Burton. Yeah. It was like everybody is just going through the line. Lavar Burton, Lavar Burton, and the studio is like, oh, but Ken Jennings. It's like no man. Like you got to do this for the team. You have to. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, that was all I have for TV. Not much this week. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Uh, I did. So I guess they must have dropped <coughs> two episodes the last two weeks. Oh, really? There's four episodes. Oh, wow. So it kind of sucks that they're burning through. Yeah. I don't hate that, though. Yeah. I mean, they're half an hour, so. So I'm not trying to spoil anything, but like. I first, think after Soprano, I'll hop back yeah, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. First episode was, they obviously uh, addressed covid the George Floyd riots, all that shit, just everything happened in 2020. It's like, did it In good all. taste? Yeah, but like after the first episode, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this last season. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, right back at it. Nice, nice. It was classic Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There's one really like thing that I don't like that's still like four episodes and still going on. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to spoil anything, so okay. I'm not going to talk about it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, anything else for TV, though? Oh, uh, no. All right. Let's take it over to music. So, first up, the baby from the Nirvana album cover for uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit is suing Nirvana because of, like, child pornography, Mm -hmm. saying that his parents never signed a consent form and it's been damaging to his life. No one knows who you are as a baby. Well, the thing is... It's been reported, like, before this. Like, he's been asked this question before, and he's like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, I don't mind. But now it's like, oh, it was damaging to my life. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, it sounds like you just need money right now. Yeah. And you're just trying to get You have a gambling problem. Like, this thing came out in 1990-something, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. and you're now coming out with these issues? Like, Mm -hmm. come on. Um, That's just my take on it. I mean, I feel like if if you're like the... Kirk Cobain's estate and shit. Just blur out the little baby dick on it. But, uh, alright. Let's take it over to the jams this week, though. Um, I can't actually remember which ones were really good or not. So we're kind of going to go through this together. Um, first up, one of the bigger ones from the week. Uh, this will probably be, like, the big wedding song that Ed Sheeran drops every album. But I figure you're going to hear it a lot, so might as well play it here. It's called Visiting Hours by Ed Sheeran.
You'll hear this at every single wedding, probably. Next up, uh, Chasing Stars by Alesso, Marshmallow, and James Bay. Then, uh, I Got a Feeling by Felix Jane, Robin Schultz, and Georgia Koo. This could be a jam of the week category. Now I think about it. Yeah. Then, uh, This Is Your Boy, Dame Dollar, We The Ones, by featuring Blast Tree and Thomas. Dame Dollar. I don't know, I put this in here because I mainly want to think what you thought about his rapping still. I think he's... I think he's a great, good rapper. I think he's good. I think his flow is just like I think I think he off. better beats that uh, that matches flow better. Yeah, I I think he has a good foundation, mm-hmm. and I think he can get to a good point where he could do this realistically. But I don't know if this is like the good song to support him for. I mean, he definitely had had way better ones than <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, this one, Skrillex, Justin Bieber, and Don Tolliver, don't go. A little bit slower, but still pretty good. That sucks. I saw it on the list and I was thinking it's a good banger. Yeah, it's not really like as good as I thought it could have been. I mean, I, like, I was looking, I'm, I, I'm, I have the list on my phone. I, I feel like reading along. Then, uh, alright, I think... Alright, I got... This one might be in Jam of the Week category too. Uh, it's Sheesh by Services and Ty Verdes. Just summer vibes. You can't like this. Do that. Yeah, pull up the mind with the heat. Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to throw some good ones out here because that that's hard to beat. Then I got uh, TikTok by Young Thug. This one I didn't hate as much as I thought I would. Niggas 
Like, I'm not big on Young Thug as a rapper, but I kind of fuck with that song. That that was probably one of his better ones, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm probably going to save it. So. <clears throat> then I got uh, Runaway by Rehab, Sigla, and J.P. Cooper. It's a big EDM week. Last option here for Jam of the Week. I Feel Good by Pitbull, Anthony Watts, and DJ White Shadow. Sold when he did. I'm two plus two. I'm faux show. Uh, I'm two plus two. I'm faux show. <laughs> I think we could do Pitbull uh, line of the week. I think that could be a good like sequel to Two Chains line of the week. If I ever run out of Two Chains, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched still. Um, but that was all I had. What are you? What are you thinking? Surface or Sheesh? I'm gonna Sheesh. I think I you know I love that Pitbull song. I think Sheesh is an actual good song. Yeah, I, I think, think Pitbull so is more of like it's funny. It's there, there's a decent amount this week though. It's pretty decent. Yeah, this week. It, it's pretty good. <clears throat> but all right, your jam of the week is Sheesh, Sheesh. by Surfaces and Ty Verdes. Sheesh. But with that, take it away, Ryan. Uh, I mean, do I have to mention koozies? Koozies. I mean, Seven dollars. Oh, did you see? Uh, there's a Twitter account called Around Pittsburgh, and they like, said, "Oh, it's all posting our in this thread mm-hmm. to like drop what we're promoting." Now okay. drop the fucking seven dollar koozies. <laughs> they retweeted it. Nice. I nice. said, uh, "We have a podcast that talks about sports and pop cultures. Koozies are seven dollars." We're gonna hit, a and they retweeted it. It's we're gonna get hit up by like Jim in the North Side. Like, hey, can I get a koozie? Yeah. Hey, koozie. I should, I should drop the picture of it. Um, but okay, we talk about koozies, right? Yeah. At Dare J Sports on Twitter, Instagram, at Dare J Sports on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are moving the uh, SAT to October, but if you still want to follow us on TikTok, it's still at Dare J Sports. Um, okay. I hope I can get in there for a test, actually. It'd Two chains, line of the week. What do you got? Gas in a Ziploc. Now that's loud and clear. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. That's a Hall of Fame. What, do you know the song or no? Yeah, the uh, same as last week. Um, that newer one. Yeah, what was it called? 
Gas in the Ziploc, I'm loud and clear. That's hilarious. It's the same. It was what the last week was too. Because <laughs> remember I said Josh had two lyrics and he made me pick one? Oh, I picked yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That this was the, the other, other one. one. Yeah. This was superior to the other one. For sure. Yeah, it was a That's a good song. Oh, uh, it's a vibe. The song's It's a Vibe. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're